Hey people, I go by the name of Adrian Daniels. You're tuning into the Sound of a Crow podcast. Thank you, faithful listeners, for returning. And today, I officially welcome you to the A Conversation with series. This is a brand new standalone off-season series created by the Sound of a Crow podcast team, where we explore the lives, journeys, and celebrate the successes of creative and entrepreneurial individuals from a Ghanaian heritage or interest in short and sweet episodes. Now today we are joined by British Nigerian storyteller and creative Juliana who has been featured in publications such as Complex. After inviting me onto a show I had to return the favour and share her amazing platform with you faithful listeners and of course you brand new listeners if you're listening for the first time welcome now her platform is called the no shame in my name podcast a podcast which celebrates and documents the stories and the meanings behind names juliana quotes for the longest time i've been fascinated by the value of names and the stories that they tell i wanted to create a platform where others could celebrate their names without shame or embarrassment now in this episode we discuss things like what has led to her curiosity behind names what influences she had in her personal life how she came up with a platform creative ambitions and goals key moments and learnings from recording almost a hundred name stories for a podcast which is phenomenal including stories of some Ghanaians including myself <laughs> you'll be able to find out the links of the podcast and where you can find Juliana and her show on social media in the description below on the podcast player, whether that's Apple, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you listen to this place, wherever you listen to this podcast, please hit subscribe, give us a like, leave a five-star review if it's possible and let us know what you think so that we can continue to fine-tune the content for you guys, okay? Now, let's go straight into the show. I am joined by Juliana. Uh, she is a daughter, sister, a friend. She loves hearing and writing stories and telling stories that speak to humanity. And you may well know her as the founder, or you may not know her as the founder of the No Shame in My Name podcast. Brilliant, brilliant podcast concept, by the way. And essentially, the podcast celebrates and documents the stories behind names. So, um, yeah, before we kind of go a bit more into the podcast, how are you doing? what's going on what's i'm good thank you thanks for the intro by the way i feel like i it's been a long time since i've been introed on someone else's podcast so yeah i appreciate that oh you're welcome you're welcome um i think um everyone has their time to to feel special so it's your is your the spotlight's on you today no pressure huh <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> It feels weird when you're like on the other end of when you're so used to asking the questions, but then when you're on the other end, it feels like, yeah, interesting, <laughs> weird, but fun as well. It's weird, but it's it's a break. It's a well-earned break. After you've done all the talking, all, all the hard work, it's time for the for the script to be flipped and it's time for you to just just sit back and just answer the question. That's all you really need to know. I mean, going on podcasts is one of the easiest things in the world. Honestly, you just need to sit back and let them do all the work for you. All you need to do is just open your mouth. Really intrigued. That's all you need to do, really. Uh, but yeah, um, Juliana, I really like um, your. I really like your podcast, and I really like um, your creative outlet. So we're, we're going to go a bit more into 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 all of that. So 
um yeah i mean before we kind of go into the podcast i mean just like this just give the audience just a quick background into into yourself and, and what you do and, and what you love to do okay cool so sorry my friend went mad there um yes yeah, so i'm juliana or you can call me jules um i love yeah like adrian mentioned i love stories um, nine to five, I'm a creative. So I work in the advertising industry mm-hmm. and yeah, I love people. Um, I'm a Christian. I like, Amen. yeah. I mean, yeah, I love being around people. I love community, family, languages, all those kind of things that bring people together, food, but I'm mm-hmm. not like a foodie. So <laughs> me too. <You> guys. <laughs> Me too. I, I wouldn't turn down a decent meal, but I wouldn't say I'm a foodie. I mean, I know people that would drive, drive all around the M25 just to get some food, man. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It, mate, I'm good with pot noodles. If 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 I have to save that journey, I'm good with a pot noodles. We can just call it a day. You know, we can just call it a day. But yeah, um, thank you for the intro. Um, you see, of course, you sound like we got lots of lots in common. Um, and I really like your um, creative background. So where does this um, this itch for wanting to, to tell stories and hear stories come from? I mean, I, I guess I guess we could say that you're a storyteller, especially with your podcast background. Where does the storyteller side of you come from, Juliana? Where does it originate from? I think it comes from my, like growing up, my parents are wonderful storytellers. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a way of taking us back they had and still do actually have a way of taking us back to the past but telling us like some interesting funny things mm-hmm. so I think I've always yeah just been around stories and my dad is very Nigerian and I guess he always used to say the common Nigerian quote like go and read your book but that's not <laughs> just because he's like obsessed with education but also because he also loves stories and books and reading um and so I think there's an element of that like my upbringing just being Mm. around people who love to tell stories um yeah so I have and I don't know if it's a natural affinity to stories but I feel like all human beings I mean we're all storytellers to some degree like everyone has a story to tell but yeah I've just found you know, recently that I've been like, oh, like I really love reading a good story or watching a film and the plot line is so strong and it makes you feel something. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, thank you for sharing, by the way. Um, that is very powerful. I mean, storytelling is arguably one of the most powerful mediums out there. Um, I mean, when you just mentioned um, films and movies, I mean, there are some powerful films and movies out there which tell powerful stories. I mean, it, it, there, there's so many we can we can talk about. I mean, for example, we could take um, uh, the Pursuit of Happiness, Will Smith. You could take you could talk about maybe The Help. Um, these are mm. random f- movies and films which tell powerful stories and really just leave you with. Um, it just it just it just leaves you just thinking reflecting after the film and after the film and after the movie sorry um mm-hmm. so yeah very very powerful and in regards to reading books um i i totally get it um when i was younger my mom used to make me read books i used to hate it she used to order these books i used to hate it <laughs> but once i started to get into it i start to like it 
but I still start to hate it. But then it's when I got re- once I start to get into my my adult years when I really start to see the benefits of reading and I start to love it, and I start to kind of swap out um, more films and movies for more books and stuff because I just start to get um, just I just couldn't get enough of just knowledge. Really, for me, I went from kind of fictional to kind of more nonfiction. Um, because I'm more kind of focused, mm. focused on development and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's powerful. Yeah, that's really interesting. I've been trying to get out of my um, nonfiction bag in a long time because I feel like I've I've been in nonfiction for a minute, like for the last, how old am I now? For the last maybe eight years, I've been reading nonfiction books heavy mm. and I just feel like I need something like that's fiction to just shake it up a bit. Yeah. So yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, I love nonfiction, but I feel like I need something to just take me out of that (laughs) development. You know what I mean? Like something is just, yeah. yeah, Almost indulge or just, yeah, be free, be free from like thinking about how I'm going to elevate myself and develop myself and just read and play with the story that someone has created. I I totally understand where you're coming from. I guess we all need some kind of escape and reading nonfiction books sometimes can feel like a chore sometimes, especially if you're not enjoying it as much and you're just trying to get through the book because you there's knowledge in the book that you want to extract but at the end of the day, I guess, you know, there is a benefit from reading it. So that's why we, we continue to read it. Mm. And on the on the topic of uh, um, escapism, Juliana, I know, of course, one of your hobbies is is this podcast that you've created, this amazing podcast, the No Shame in My Name podcast. Um, so I think I'm going to double tap there. Um, so tell me about the concept. So what led to the, the concept of the no, no Shame in My Name concept? And before you kind of go into that, just give the, the listeners a quick um elevate a pitch into what the podcast is all about okay sweet so the no shame in my name podcast is a platform that celebrates and documents the stories and meanings behind people's names um so far we've heard more than 70 incredible name stories from people all over the world i tell people at the moment that it's nigerian centric purely by (laughs) virtue of the people that I know but we've had incredible (laughs) guests from Ghana like Adrian has mentioned Adrian has also featured we're excited to release his episode people from Zimbabwe (laughs) um where else we've had someone from Spain um someone from yeah from Afghanistan Mm, Afghanistan yeah we've had a few from Somalia um, so yeah, we're just trying to branch out as much as possible, but we're basically, we care about names and stories. So yeah, check us out. Don't worry. We'll leave all of the links in the, um, in the podcast description or the YouTube description if you're listening on YouTube. Um, so you can go check that, um, podcast out. Fantastic podcast and fantastic awesome. concept as well. Well, you've clearly, um, left Niger and you've, you've spread your wings and now you're, you're touching <laughs> other continents. You, you've branched out <laughs> other continents, which is great, which is fantastic. Huh? It's just yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So where did, where did the inspiration come from? Um, Juliana for, for this podcast. So I've always been interested in names, 
mainly I've always been interested in languages. Let me just start with that. But then I've always been interested in names. I think because in my family, my siblings and I, we have quite obscure English, European first names, like names which are quite unique, not the traditional like biblical first name, apart from my youngest brother. Um, So I think I've always just had this like, um, this inquisitive curiosity asking my parents, oh, like, why did you call us this? Why did you call my sister this? Why did you call my younger brother this? You know, what was the story? (laughs) How did you do it? Um, (laughs) So those questions have always been like really pronounced in like family conversations growing up. But I think growing up as well, um, in school, for example, having like a a last, my last name is Ibo, Nigerian. Mm. I was always reluctant to say it because in my accent, I feel like I'm betraying someone because I'm not saying it properly. (laughs) But I've just always found that names (laughs) do have like a significant meaning. And also like them becoming a Christian in my almost early 20s and like reading the bible and seeing Mm -hmm. how the names so so much of the names that we hear especially in the old testament they correlated to the stories of the characters Mm -hmm. i was just like wow that names are very special they're not just names like we use them almost every single day um yeah, someone needs to talk about how important this is. And so the podcast actually naturally started as this thing of say my name properly, you know, learn to pronounce my name, that kind of rhetoric, which is still is kind of there. But then as the um, podcast has evolved, it's kind of growing into this thing where we're just learning about the different names, different cultures, different opinions about names and different stories um and so yeah that's basically how it started like I just wanted to document names and I thought podcasting would be a great way to do it that wasn't too much pressure on the production end fantastic that's a really good concept right there um and yeah, I, I guess I guess you should uh, um, learn how to pronounce if it's your your surname or <laughs> one of your names that you're struggling to to learn to learn, to learn how to pronounce. I guess you should learn how to pronounce it because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, no shame in my name, no no pun intended. So, yeah, um, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I guess um, you know, I guess it just takes practice and you'll get it. But I guess you, you know you haven't you weren't born there, so I guess it might be hard at the at the start being able to get the um the accent right but i'm sure with with work you can get there fantastic fantastic stuff and um and what i loved also how you talked about the power in 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 names and just just your curiosity your general curiosity around names and and how kind of you talked about the bible like different people in the bible and i mean for example i think jacob from the bible i think he he was um I mean, he was like a, a key figure, and I think after after he did certain things, I think God changed his name. I think mm. I think God changed, God changed yeah. his name to Israel, Israel or something like that. And then that yeah. and the reason why he his name changed because of the, because uh he did something significant, and then the name of that that the new name that he got given, um, there was actual there was a relevant meaning to that particular name. 
And I guess another reason, another example is, I think, is it, I don't know if it's Rachel or one of the, the, the ladies in the Old Testament in the Bible. Um, they couldn't, they couldn't give birth. And then once, to, once God allowed them to give birth, um, they named, they gave their child a certain name and that name, um, was related to them struggling to give birth, but finally they've been able to give birth. I think mm. the name of, of, one of one of their children was, um, I think the meaning of the name was, um, you know, God has given me a child or something like that. So it's really significant. Even when you look in the Bible, I'm sure when there's, I'm sure even beyond the Bible and other things in, in life, like there's different significances to different names. So I guess, you know, you yeah. just got that curiosity and you're running with it. And yeah, I guess you like this name detective and, you know, <laughs> there's something special in names. And I, I guess that is your, maybe that might be your calling or something, but who knows what you're going to uncover. And Speaking of speaking of uncovering, I mean, you've, you've spoken to seventy voices. Just want to congratulate you on that milestone. It's fantastic. Oh, thank you. Shout out all those guests who've said yes to being interviewed and sharing their stories. Shout out to you, beautiful, wonderful people. You know, having no shame <laughs> in your name. Yeah. Basically, so, yeah. <laughs> mm, so look, you've you've spoken to a lot of people. I've spoken to a lot of people. What are some key moments that stood out from from this podcast um, that you can take away or, do, or that you can share with us? Um, wow, that's a big question. I feel like, yeah, I feel like the special moment is when you're when I'm speaking to someone who I might not know personally, mm-hmm. and we're mm-hmm. talking about their name, and then there's a point in the interview where they're like, "Oh, my name does have a story." Oh, I've actually never thought about <laughs> thought about this. Like, and they just like start reeling off these um stories about. Oh, I remember this. My parents told me this, or I spoke to my grandparent and they said this, or oh, maybe I'll ask my dad this question the next time I see him, or speak to him. So I think overall, like my favorite part is really when I hear that the podcast is. Um, creating some further conversation like mm-hmm. intergenerationally between young adults and their older parents and yeah between young adults and their own children as well like some of my friends who's who started having their own children like I don't know when you speak to them about names it just opens up this conversation and so yeah mm-hmm. yeah I feel like that's I'm being very vague with it because every guest there's always mm. a moment in every interview where I'm like, wow, like I never knew that. And I want to know more. But generally speaking, like every guest comes to the pods. Sometimes they obviously they, they come with the information that they know, but they think, oh, that there's not going to be much to talk about when it comes to their name. But then it's mm. interesting seeing how the conversation develops and grows just from us. Oh, there's lots to talk about. <laughs> yeah, definitely. There's so much to talk about. I mean, you can take one small toss topic and you can talk for hours. It just depends on the direction that you want to take the conversation. That's great stuff. That's, that's really, really great stuff. So I, I know you've spoken to a few Ghanaians as well. <laughs> yes. And um, how have you kind of like, um, I'm not trying to compare Ghanaians to anybody in particular, but how have you seen like, some of the cultural variances in some of these names that you've um, spoken to, some of these people that you've spoken to, 
which have different names. So for example, so for example, you've spoken to maybe a Ghanaian and they've got a Ghanaian name and, and then you've kind of uncovered, you know, the cultural backgrounds, you know, in relation to that name. And then maybe you've spoken to a Nigerian and you've uncovered their cultural background and so on and so forth. And maybe you've spoken mm. to somebody from Zimbabwe. Um, how have you kind of like, have you, is there any kind of like trends, which is what I'm trying to say, any trends or any interesting uh, differences or similarities that you've noticed between different cultures and, and the names that they, they're given? Mm, that's a good question. I'll say one thing that I've definitely learned with, for example, Zim, Zim, the Zim people that I've spoken to, Zimbabwean mm-hmm. people, with the meanings of their names, it tends to be pluralized. So mm. it'll be like, we have, I don't know, like I'm very much winging this, but I know I spoke to <laughs> um, one of our guests, Tashinga, and she was telling me all these different Zimbabwean names. And it mm. seemed like the meanings were like, we have conquered, we have this, we have that, we oh, have. Okay. And I was like, wow, like most of these meanings tend to like pluralize, you know, yeah, I guess the subject when it comes to the meaning. So I found that quite interesting. Um, and then what else? Mm-hmm. With, <laughs> with actually with Nigerian names, not to, not to highlight a specific trend, mm-hmm. but um, I've discovered f- just from the podcast that there's so many languages in Nigeria, which I knew <laughs> already, but like I didn't know the names of... And so, yeah, that's just been really, really, really interesting. Very interesting. I thought there was only like three languages in Nigeria. No, there's been, I've spoken to people now, it's literally like, I'm forgetting it, but people who are um, horrible, people who, I've even forgotten the names, but yeah, I guess check them out because it's amazing, (laughs) like, how much culture and the subcultures that exist in Nigeria alone is crazy. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, Nigeria's got, um, I mean, Nigeria is a beautiful country, you know, has over 200 million people, I believe. Um, so there's going to be a lot of tribes, a lot of, you know, a lot of names, a lot of um, cultural differences and similarities. There's going to be a lot of color there. You understand? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, it's quite, so that's quite interesting just to hear about, you know, how you started the podcast and the inspiration you got from it and just some stories and some interesting moments from guests that you've had from the past. I'm sure you've learned a lot and you've, you've, you've um, shared a lot along the way, you know, uh, having interviewed 70 voices. Um, So, uh, and I'm sure one thing for sure that you've learned is the power of names, right? So, you know, like the significance of people's names and what what names can do for different people. So I want to hear from you, Juliana. So you've you've spoken to all of these different people. You know, like you've spoken to you spoken to Kofi's, you've spoken to Toby's or Fumi's. You know, I'm I'm just I'm just pulling out random names, right, from different countries and cultures. What um what would you say um is the significance? So it just names and just just people's names in general what would you say in your own words is like the importance of people's names and and just what what power should people see in their names and how should people um why should people be proud of their names if if that makes sense 
Yeah, that makes loads of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, names are beautiful. Like it's the first gift that everyone receives. It's almost like a stamp that, you know, you're you're here now. Like, I mean, you were here, you were here, you were present in the womb. But there's something about when you're, you know, when you're outside of the room, there's like, wow, okay, now it's time to name you. So I think there's something like so deeply special about that whole process. Mm. Whether your name is English or Nigerian or, I don't know, Arabic or Hebrew, your name, if even if it doesn't have a meaning, it has a story and it just goes to show that you were thought about you know, you, you're not just anyone, you're someone. (laughs) I feel like I'm being so vaguely philosophical, but I think like naming is such a beautiful process. It's basically a stamp that you're human. I think Mm. humans have this ability to reason that animals don't have. And I think naming is part of that low key, like, our parents name us or give us names our communities name us like there's something so special about it so if anyone is yeah doubting their significance their relevance on this planet as long as you have a name then that's saying something already but then also just to encourage you like you might have a family name that has some story or history behind it that might help you to uncover more about who you are in light of your family, your family story, your own individual stories. But I, I just really encourage people just to ask the question, like ask whoever knows, oh, why did you name me? What does this name mean? You know, why this name over that name? And mm-hmm. I'm sure you'll learn so much. Like, even if you don't hold onto it, you know, you might learn so much that might, yeah, just change how you see your family, yourself. That's really powerful, Juliana. Very powerful. And I want to double tap on a couple of points that you mentioned. So uh, you were talking about how your name is like a stamp and like it's something, naming is something even animals can't do. You understand? It's it's only something us humans can do. You mm-hmm. understand? So it's it's a, it's a powerful thing. And as soon as you come out the womb, you know we're given names. That is when you really think about it and you really take time to reflect. That is very very powerful. Like it, it it's given to you. It's the first gift that, as you mentioned, is given to you from the start from the start of your life. I mean, it, it's, it's 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 when you really think about it, it is a very powerful um, thing. And there's probably you know no there's probably no reason why you know, that, that, that you've really run with this whole name thing. Cause it is, it's powerful in itself. And I'm sure when you, when people listen to your show, they're really going to understand that it's not something that's just like to be, that it's not something to be taken lightly. It, it is a powerful um, stamp that's left with you. It's, it's something powerful that's going to be with you for the rest of your life, mm. you know, and it's going to have, you know, it, it could take, it could even change the course of your life as you've seen in different people's lives. And, uh, I've, I've got another question for you actually. So, and there's people that I know that they're named after maybe their, their father or, or what have you, or maybe after their mother in a rare occasion. Um, for example, I know someone called Ernest and I, I know, for example, um, one of my pastors, one of my, um, old pastors was called Ernest and his son is called Ernest Jr. 
you understand? Or I've got mm. a friend called Victor. One of my childhood friends is called Victor. And I was at a birthday last week and I found out that he was named after his father. His father's also called Victor. I didn't know that. Um, and I've known him for so many years. Um, but because he's never called himself Junior, he just calls himself Victor. So I've never really known. Um, but then you have people, for example, fictional characters, let's say Rocky, um, you have, you know, the Creed, you know, you have Creed and then you have Creed Jr. Um, so you have this boxer who's trying to live up to the, the father's legacy and mm. they want to kind of do it on their own. And sometimes they feel there's pressure on their name to to do something great. So my question to you is, um, do you feel sometimes that some people who are named after, let's say, their father or maybe maybe somebody else, that they have, that um that they should um have pressure to live up to the person that they're named after to, to their legacy or they should just um focus on the le- on writing their own chapter in their own life um definitely the latter i guess mm. having someone's being named after someone is is an incredible privilege but then also recognizing that you know we're all individuals so we can't ever be anyone else um, yeah. and I guess that's where the tension almost comes in when it's like the names that we give each other are names that have existed before. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how unique can we be if, you know, someone is carrying a name like Noah or Michael or Mary when there's a million other Marys in the world. But I think there's an element, I guess that's that conflict where your name can, you know, speak to your story, but then is not. So it doesn't have to, in a sense. So yeah. for yeah, for the person who's named after someone, it, that's a very special thing to carry. But I'd say, you know, they have their own lives and they're their own person, despite having the same name as this other person. Actually, mm. one of my best friends, she named her her daughter after um, one of her best friends. Mm. Or I guess, yeah, our friend in general, but one of her really close friends. And like, that's an incredible story to tell because her best friend is like really an amazing, generous woman. But then at the same time, you're just recognising that her daughter is not her best friend, <laughs> despite them sharing <laughs> the same name. I mean, what a wonderful privilege it is to carry that name, but they're both separate individuals. Um. And yeah, just, I guess, pray that maybe those qualities that um, my friend saw in her best friend, you know, by mm. God's grace, maybe her own daughter will have them. But yeah, there's not, yeah, I guess it's like, you don't <laughs> expect that, you just hope for it. Yeah. So, 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 um, someone that's named after somebody is not, it's not that necessarily that, um, the, the, the qualities of, of that person is going to, by default, be transferred over to the person that received the name. It's just, um, it, it's just basically um, them being inspired to name that person after the person that they admired. You know, so I guess yeah. it's a, comp- I guess it's a compliment for that person. It um, is, and, and for the other person, I guess it's going to be an interesting story for the rest of their life. Like, oh, I'm named after this person, and this person did this, so it could. Um, motivate them to maybe live their life in a certain way or to honor you know the name that they were given um 
so you can definitely see how um, just talking about names in itself, we can just go on for hours and hours and hours. But yes, of, of course, this is a, a, a short conversation today. Um, so yeah, Julian, I've really enjoyed this conversation. Um, so I know you're creative. Um, are there any other future plans for the No Shame in My Name podcast or yourself in general? Um, I think at this point, it's just trying to grow the platform. Okay. And yeah, the reason I call it platform is I really, as much as it was birthed as a podcast, I'd really love it to become like a, not a movement, but just something that exists beyond the podcast where people who might not listen to podcasts will still have access to celebrating and documenting their own name stories as well. Um, Brilliant. So that is extremely vague, but stay tuned i mean follow the instagram if you want to keep up with what yeah what's happening absolutely so it sounds like uh no shame in my name community is coming up right yeah something of the sort i mean it's been growing and i'm so grateful to like everyone who shares and follows and especially especially the guests who literally share their stories with me like to some people I'm literally just a stranger on the other end of a microphone and yet there's they're so yeah they're so vulnerable with me about their family stories I'm like wow thank you for the honor so yeah shout out the guests the listeners the people who follow and like on socials and retweet my sister is like huge support (laughs) shout out my sis my good sis and my sisters as well my sisterhood who yeah just constantly like praying and supporting me basically no doubt this is a powerful platform that you have definitely um come up with i mean it's the con again I, i do say this over and over again it's a very unique concept you've tapped into a very powerful niche and um i can only dream and imagine where this can go you know um and of course we've got your side this is only going to get bigger and better you know for 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 the good of mankind and for the glory of god so you know a shout out to you um shout out to you julian and so before i let you before i let you tell people where they can find you where they can find the podcast and where they can follow all of the um the social media handles and all of that good stuff what is your favorite name do you have a favorite name and and, and the meaning behind it? Ooh, that is yeah. a good question. Or, or maybe one of your one one of the favorite names that, you, that you've you've always liked. You understand? Um, what is their favorite name? There's one name I love. Um, I don't even know the meaning now, so I'm going to shut myself <laughs> up. But it's an no Ibo name. It's Amarachi. Amarachi. Yeah. Interesting. I'm actually going to look it up. Um, and it means yeah okay it means god's grace god's grace nice and yeah simple. but i think there was like a, a tune back in the day maybe the banj or someone they did a song called amarachi and i just really loved mm. it i really mm. love it and then wow. i really like the name josiah josiah i love that name yeah. as well I've got, I've got a friend called josiah have you um i know someone from church she's called josiah okay. but i don't know i just read that that name 
yeah it, me too it just it just it just for me it just gives me a um a sense of like victory i don't know i don't know why it does but it just gives me those kind of emotions mm. yeah do you have a favorite name that's a good question um i've got lots of there's maybe there's lots of different names that i like um hmm that's a good question there's always lots of different names that i've liked um my name is my name's okay i guess um, <laughs> um i've always liked the name sarah i've always liked the name sarah um I f- i'm forgetting what it means you guys can go and do your homework and find out what it means um in terms of a male i'll tell you a story about my brother's name actually um, I've, I've, I like my brother's name. So my brother's name is Femba and it's a South African name. And I'll tell you this powerful story. Um, I don't know if I shared it when I did the podcast with you, but I will share it on this, this, this on this, um, my own show. So mm-hmm. um, Nelson Mandela, of course, we all know that he went into prison and essentially the day he came out, I believe is the day that my brother was born. So my dad being the, um, how do you call it? The Pan-African the um political enthusiast that he is whatever um he rang up the south african embassy how about that and he was like i want a name for my son and i am excited that nelson mandela is out of prison and is there a name that you can recommend to me to give to my son in the honor of nelson mandela coming out of prison so they said the name fember and then so you spell it T-H-E-M-B-A, right? Mm, um, I know that I, name. You know that name? Mm. Okay. And then my dad said, why? And then they said, it means hope. So mm. That was just a pal, very, very powerful moment because, of course, Nelson Mandela coming out of prison has given people hope. And, of course, he went on to be the first South African president. And you guys know what happened after that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I've always liked my brother's name. It's, it's been very unique, you know. Mm. My other my other brother's name is quite is quite standard, you know, Ebenezer in four, um, but 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 we generally call him Eben. Um, but I think his name's always stood out to me, and he he's, had, he's always had a powerful story behind his name, um, so it always stick with me, you know. It always stick with me, yeah. Wow, oh. yeah, we had someone in the first season of the podcast, I think, or second called. She was from South Africa, so her name was de- probably the same as your brother's. It's the Temba 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 which means okay. beautiful hope. So I guess Lithle means oh. beautiful in that case. Got you, got you, got you. Yeah. Oh, you're, we're, well, we're, we're going around the world of it, different countries. This is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. Beautiful. This is really beautiful. Yeah. Such I can nice definitely name. see you doing. It's such a nice name. I can see you doing, you know, like events around this. Like there's so much that, that can be done, but baby steps, right? Baby mm. steps. Yeah. Juliana, it's been great. It's been great um having you on the show. Um I think is only think is only right. What does your what does your own name mean? Do you know? Um Wow. My own name. <laughs> that put you in the spot a bit too much. <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine because I've been looking at it recently. Um, and okay, so it's good. Ready for this? So my first name, Juliana, means juvenile. Okay. Or youthful. Youthful. <laughs> so I'm going with youthful. We, I think we prefer that one better. 
and then Positive my middle mind. name um Ogechi okay. means mm-hmm. God's time. I love that. Yeah. God's time. You heard that guys? God's time. God's time is the best. Juliana, thank you so much for coming on the show. Any final thoughts you want to leave the audience with? And then you can uh, shout your social handles. No, just to say thank you so much for having me, Adrian. It's been good fun being on the other end. Um, So yeah, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. And well done to you with your podcast as well, because you do a lot production-wise. So yeah, I I rate it heavy. Thank you, thank you so much, Juliana. We, we've been around for almost three years, and um, the next episode after this is going to be episode hundred. So, yeah, keep locked. Keep oh keep wow, going. It's episode one hundred. So, everyone, keep your eyes peeled for what we're going to do once we reach hundred and beyond. So, yeah, do you have plans? Gonna... How are you going to celebrate? Yeah, we got plans. Um, we will talk about it off air. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yep, yep. There you have it, guys. Juliana, um, the founder of the No Shame and Money podcast and also a, cre- uh, a creative and also works in the advertising industry. It's been a blast. Thank you. Thanks, Adrian. No Do problem. I have time to um, to shout out my socials? Yeah, go for it. Boom. Okay, cool. We're on Instagram at No Shame in My Name Pods. And we're also on um, Twitter n-s-i-m-n pods and that's at n-s-i-m-n pods and then you can also catch us on linkedin as well where we post maybe soon come to um tiktok so keep your eyes are you on linkedin as well yeah we're on linkedin yeah okay you kept on you kept that under the pillow i need to go find it you should follow us on linkedin Oh, I will follow. So you just got you just got yourself a follower. So I'm gonna do that after the the episode is done and after I finish speaking to you. All right, guys, see. that's it for now. Um, see you at episode hundred. Bye bye. Take care. Bye. Hey, so that was Juliana from the No Shame in My Name podcast. Also a creative and a storyteller. Also a daughter and a sister. What did you think of her? Isn't she lovely? What did you think of today's guest? Hit us up, let us know on social media and join the conversation. We're available on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and very soon TikTok. Just keep checking TikTok, all right? Um, Yeah, let us know your thoughts. Um, If you feel like you have a guest that you want us to interview, get in touch. Or if you know someone personally that you feel will be great for the show, get in touch. Info at thesoundofacroa.com. If you want to know the kind of guests that we are looking for, then please listen back to the intro as I do explain what this show is all about. So who do you want us to have on the A Conversation With series? All right. Um, hit us up. Info at the Telegraph podcast or even drop us a DM on one of the social media platforms and someone from the team will pick it up. It's not always me that's picking up the social media. We do have a team now, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. So that's it. That's it for today. We'll look forward to seeing you in next week's episode. Next week's episode, we're going to have a very fantastic special episode where we're going to celebrate 100 episodes of the sound of a crowd podcast it'll be episode 100 and we are going to do a very special episode for that so please do tune in next week it's going to be fantastic so i'm adrian daniels 
thanks again for listening to the Sell of Acquire podcast. God bless. And once again, look, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe. If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Amazon Music, wherever you listen to this podcast on, please do um, share this with a friend, with a family. Um, leave us a comment. Let us know that you're liking this content so that this content, so this community can continue to grow and we can continue to put out this content. And let us know what kind of content that you want to feature on this show so that we can continue to produce the right content that is right for you. So having said that, take care. God bless. I'll speak to you next time.